0: What is going on, guys? Your boy Elroy here, and welcome back to the Your Boy Elroy MMA Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Prep-Igina, back again here for a full rundown of this week in MMA, as we do every week after cards, even if there's not a card. We're here every week talking MMA, and uh, it's no different this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. If it's your first time, if you've been here since the beginning, I appreciate you. Please, if you have yet to, leave a review and a rating, please. Five-star ratings and reviews. Uh, Tell me what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show. And uh, yeah, let's get right into this week's MMA news. First story on the docket is a major company having to let go of talent, which is very often nowadays, uh, due to the pandemic, you know, you don't want to lay people off during a global pandemic. And yes, we're still going through it. But the United, you know, the world is is recovering and they kind of have to, you know, cut bait on people that aren't performing, you know, and give them a chance to work elsewhere. With that being said, this week's releases come from Bellator. A few notable ones, just to go over: Olga Rubin, who was a former women's featherweight title challenger. Uh, we got some big ones, actually. Alessio Sakara, which was huge. He was a huge name for Bellator, especially in Italy. He was like the fate. He's like, think about what James Gallagher is to Ireland. Alessio Sakara is to England, or to um, Italy, I'm sorry, for Bellator. So that's really big. You have Liam McGeary, former light heavyweight champion. Henry uh, Gracie, who didn't have the best career there. John Teixeira, Heather Hardy, Taiwan Claxton, which is crazy to think of. We, we spoke so highly of him. You know, he was, he was a really good up-and-coming name, and after dropping a few, he's gone. You got Beck Rawlings, who is one of the <laughs> most overrated female fighters of all time. Uh, we'll get into another one coming up later on. But uh, Daniel Strauss, as well as Matt Mitrione, he is gone after this weekend's card. So some big, big releases from Bellator coming up this past week. From Bellator, we move on to another promotion in PFL, which has finally announced their playoffs for this year's season, starting August 13th with the welterweight and lightweight divisions. Main event of that card being Rory McDonald versus Ray Cooper III, Then we move on to August 19th with the women's lightweight and men's heavyweight divisions with the main event being Kayla Harrison versus Jenna Fabia. Um, That card also has a Clarissa Shields fight, which is exciting. Then we move on to August 27th, featherweight and light heavyweight with the main event being Brendan Laughlin versus Mavlid Kailov. Also, a few fun matchups with Bubba Jenkins versus Chris Wade, as well as Antonio Carlos Jr. versus Emiliano Sordi, former champ. So that's an exciting card. I'm looking forward to the PFL playoffs this year. Uh, we continue with the Ultimate Fighter this year, this season. I'm sorry. In the fight of the evening, we had Gilbert Urbina versus the replacement fighter of Michael Gilmore. Uh, Very quick, first round, uh, Urbina takes Gilmore's back, beats him up, and finally at the end gets the rear naked choke uh, in two minutes, which was flawless victory for Gilbert Urbina. He looked... Like a really tough opponent. I loved every second of the fight. As well as the story for both these guys. Um, you know, a lot of people want that drama with the coaches. But I'm enjoying, one, the fights. And then the stories of these fighters. They all have a really fun story to tell. Uh, Urbina being, you know, the third Urbina brother to be on the Ultimate Fighter. And the first... To win his fight on the Ultimate Fighter. So congratulations. Uh, with that being said. We've also announced the semi-final fights. Because that was the, fat, the last fight of that opening round. Uh, so in the Bantamweights we have. All these fights are great by the way. I'm looking forward to every single one of them. But we have Ricky Tercio versus Ludovic Shaolinian. We have Brady Heinstein versus Vince Murdoch. Moving on to the middleweights, we have Brian Battle versus Andre Petrowski and Gilbert Urbina versus Treshawn Gore. So I cannot wait. This is going to be so much fun to watch. Unfortunately for me, I have to root against my new hometown boy in Brian Battle because there's no way. I am I want Andre Petrowski to go the whole, whole way. I think he wins the contract and has potential to be a, you know, a contender at middleweight. Very young in his career. Uh, a lot, a lot to do with that dude. I cannot wait. Moving on from the Ultimate Fighter, we finally got a date for Tuesday night. Dana White's Tuesday night contender series. It returns on August 31st. So... Moving straight from the Ultimate Fighter to the Contender Series, along with the PFL Playoffs, August is a jam-packed month. So we don't have many fight announcements this week, so let's get into last week's UFC Fight Night, Mahachev versus Moises. Talk about a card that over delivered as usual you know people are kind of down on a card these are the cards that tend to really um deliver you know i i enjoyed it i actually i got really sleepy and had to go back to the last four fights earlier this week but i did start off the night with rodrigo nacimiento defeating alan bodat by TKO in the second round then we had Amanda Lamos uh, destroying Montserrat Ruiz or Montserrat Conejo in uh, the first round in 35 seconds now the stoppage was weird I, I would say that I think that she she had got rocked and you know she took like one or two punches but I think that she was she had time to get up but I think that she had about another 30 seconds before Lamos would have finished her I still see Ruiz being an incredible talent and I'm excited to see more of her but this Amanda Lamos is a beast you want to talk about beast D-Rod Daniel Rodriguez defeats Preston Parsons in the very first round by TKO unfortunately for Danny Rodriguez. It was a late replacement. He was going to face one of the Numerga Madoffs. But um, hey, he still crushed it. He did what he had to do. And he left there with two paychecks. Then we had the fight of the night. Easily. This fight was phenomenal. I think that we might be talking about this fight at the end of the year. Billy Q. Quarantillo versus Gabriel Mobley Benitez. Quarantillo defeats him. By TKO in the third round. This fight was so much fun. Must see. They were going at it. Uh, Quarantillo is just a ball of fire. And it's kind of hard not to be excited for his fights. I think he is that damn good. But um Yeah, man, he, he really put it on uh put it on Mobley Benitez. We had Hodolfo Vieira defeating Dustin Stoltzfus by submission, rear naked choke in the very third round. Uh, this was a good fight, too. It was good to see Hadolfo get back to his winning ways and uh, really show that he does have a gas tank and he, he does know how to conserve his energy. Because, you know, Stoltzfus is no punk. You know, I, I have a hard time <laughs> cheering for him and... Looking forward to his fights because when he slammed Joe Pyfer, that was the fight where I thought Pyfer would get into the UFC, but unfortunately the injury kind of took him out. But um, and Dustin Stolzflitz got the uh, got the nod, but you know Vieira did his thing. He he does what he does. He he chokes people out. Uh, talk about submissions, Matouj Gamrot. Defeats Jeremy Stevens in 1 minute and 5 seconds of the very first round by Kimura. It's so funny because. John Anik goes. Yeah, when talking to Jeremy Stevens. He subs- he describes Matouj Gamrot as an ankle biter. And as soon as he said ankle biter. Gamrot shoots. Takes him down. Secures the position. And was able to make him tap real quickly. I don't know how much more we're going to see of jeremy stevens 28 and 19 34 fights in the ufc crazy career you know you can't be upset at him but uh you know he's he's just not it anymore he's not elite um someone who i think is still elite after watching this fight misha tate returns with a her first tko in the third round against Marion Renault. Misha Tate's striking look one she looked fantastic. Her striking was phenomenal. Her takedowns are her bread and butter, but her stand-up was so good that the takedowns was secondary. And unfortunately for Marion Renault, Misha Tate was just too much. She was great. I think that she can contend once again. And uh, I'm excited to see more of her later on this year and in the future. She's only 34 years old, more than enough time. Then in the main event, Islam Mahachevs gets the job done in the fourth round by rear naked choke. Uh, really dominant victory. You know, he just crushes Tiago Moses, and uh, it's not it's not a bad thing. You know, but uh, Moises didn't stand a chance. Mahachev is just levels above him. But that was UFC Fight Night. I thought it was a really fun card. Uh, I can't be upset. We also had Bellator 262, which I forgot to say real quick. But uh, congratulations to Juliana Vasquez by defeating Denise Kielholtz by split decision. Really, really close fight. But ultimately, I believe the right person won on that night. So that was Bellator 262. Uh, We have this weekend two really fun events but we'll start with tonight friday night bkfc 19 this is a hell of a card you know we could say a lot about bkfc that it is kind of a circus but listen bkfc knows their audience and they cater to it man this card is stacked uh from the top we have a main event Two of the most overweighted. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds bad. I'm not I was gonna take it out, but I'm not gonna. Two of the most overrated women in female combat sports, Paige Van Zant versus Rachel Ostevich. Rachel Ostevich, the definition of just a pretty face here. Uh, not very good at MMA, unfortunately for her. But uh, she doesn't need it, so it doesn't matter. In the co-main event, the real main event, Jenny Savage versus the killer, Britton Hart, uh, Joey Beltran's now wife. Congratulations. This is a great fight. Lots of uh, quote-unquote animosity. It's so funny to see Jenny Savage try to be a savage when she looks like the nicest girl ever. Like, I just saw you get baptized. Relax, woman. (laughs) But we have Arnold... Adams, the first ever BKFC heavyweight champion against newcomer to the United States, Mick Terrell. This should be a great fight as well. And then the fight I'm looking forward to the most, one of the best bare knuckle fights I've seen. The woman returns, Taylor Starling against Cassie Robb. That should be a great fight. Killer B is a beast. BKFC tonight friday night then we move on to saturday night as always ufc fight night but with a incredible main event but before we get into the main event let's talk about the undercard starting with diana belbita versus hannah goldie yes hannah goldie's back (laughs) she's great we have another very overweight (laughs) Jesus Christ, why can't I say overrated? Overrated female fighter in Sajari Eubanks versus the debuting Elise Reed. We have a really fun fight at 135. Andre Yule versus Julio Arce. Then we move on to the welterweight division. Mickey Gall versus Jordan Williams. Let's see if Mickey Gall can get back on track, man. This is a, uh, you know, he, we had big plans for him, but the matchmaking was on his side, so I kind of get it. But still, like, come on, Mickey, do better. <laughs> then we have Ian Heinish versus Nasruddin Imovov. Pune, oh, I'm sorry. I'm surprised because I thought that one thing was on the prelims, but it got bumped up to the main card, so I'm excited. And your featured prelim, Pune Haley. Soriano versus Brendan Allen that should be a really fun fight at middleweight moving on to the main card a phenomenal fight my favorite fight of the weekend hands down there's no fight I'm more excited for than this Adrian Yanez versus Randy Costa now obviously they've done a great job hyping up this fight on social media with the Dr. Pepper and Reese's thing listen, I don't give a damn about that. This is a phenomenal fight. If you've never seen Adrian Yanez fight, one, he was my pick for like best prospect last year. Like names to watch, number one, Adrian Yanez, 135. This dude is going to be a title challenger in due time. And Randy Costa, that man comes to fight. That's the most important thing about him. He's 6-1, 6-1, and one. he's on a two-fight winning streak at the moment. Two, you know, two finishes in a row. This dude comes to fight. He's 2-1 and one in the UFC right now. And unfortunately for him, he's about to run into a Mack truck in Adrian Giannis. Some of the best footwork in the UFC. His boxing is phenomenal. Um, he has, like, that... Game bred Masvidal like swagger about his striking, which if you're a fan of Masvidal, this guy is like on that level of striking right now at 13 and 3. Think about how much Masvidal had to do to get in the position that he's in. And I think Adrian Giannis is that damn good right now. Like I cannot wait to see this fight on Saturday night. My pick for fight of the night. 100% hands down. Uh, Moving on up the card. I'm sorry. I'm really hype about that fight. Moving on up the card. We have something that usually doesn't happen very much. But a prospect versus prospect matchup. Macy Barber versus Miranda Maverick. Now, I usually have issues with this. But in my personal opinion, I think that. If Macy Barber can pull this off, she will clearly save her job. But it'll put her in a position where she could be... She's lost a lot of confidence, unfortunately. She used to be this... Some would say cocky, I say confident. You know, brash female. Where I think that's been a a lot toned down with these fights that she's lost. So uh, with the win, I think it'll just one saver job and two booster confidence unfortunately Miranda Maverick is so much bigger than her that this is a tough tough test for Macy Barber but I don't think a loss is the worst thing because I do think that she could take some time to develop but um but man this fight should be a damn great fight a banger I think that Miranda Maverick's gonna shoot immediately I don't think she wants that smoke Macy Barber's got some good good hands Then we continue up the card with Darren Elkins versus Derek Minner. That should be a fun fight. Name name a bad fight of Darren Elkins. I'll wait. There's, you know, 34 of them. Name one that was bad. Thought so. In the co-main event, lucky for us because Aspen Ladd versus Macy Chasson has been canceled due to an undisclosed Chasson injury. We have Kyler Phillips versus Halion Paiva. Uh, this should be a great fight. Kyler Phillips is so underrated. Halion obviously having the more experience of the two. Uh, but Kyler Phillips is incredibly skilled. And I think that this fight's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. Very underrated fight in the co event spot. Kyler Phillips is a ranked bantamweight. At number 14, so don't forget about that. <laughs> then, in the main event, phenomenal main event, phenomenal main event Corey Sandhagen versus the returning. After two years, <sighs> TJ Dillashaw. This fight, I don't even know how to call it because Corey Sandhagen's rise. I've watched it now, and i've I've become such a big fan and and T j was so much fun before he he left and he was doing so much before those two years that he had to leave because of what he did it's it's like I almost forgot about him and and having him here and doing interviews, it's kind of hard to like him, unfortunately, but uh Corey's so likable, he has this confidence about him. I believe that he has a chance to be one of the best in the world, and uh, I can't wait. This is a great main event. I don't even know how to call it, uh, but I think if it stays on the feet, Sanhagen has the skill advantage, Dillashaw has the power advantage, so if he can evade those big shots from Dillashaw, Sanhagen wins handily on the feet. But Dillashaw obviously has the, you know, wrestling prowess. He's he's a beast on the ground. He can go and he he doesn't get tired. So if this fight goes five rounds, Dillashaw's in it all five rounds. But we have to be aware that this is a two-year layoff that Dillashaw has been on. So it's not it's not gonna be him just hopping back up, you know, into the cage. He's gonna he's gonna take some time to he has to get his feet back under them, as he says. So, uh, I'm looking forward to this fight. I think that uh, that it's it's a toss up, man. It's it's hard to call, but I cannot wait to see it, man. Corey Sanhagen versus T.J. Dillashaw is one of the best Fight Night main events in a very very long time. So. That is it for this week's YBE MMA. You can find me on all forms of social media. Elroy Prepson, one word. You can find the show on Instagram, YBE MMA Podcast, as well as Teespring, teespring.com slash stores slash YBE MMA Podcast. If it's your birthday, happy birthday. Love your mothers. I love you, Mom. Enjoy the fights this weekend, and we'll see you next week.